the college football experience week nine DFS show for Thursday, Friday, Saturday on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Let me tell you, there's some campus edition, sweet college uh, t-shirts there for the college football experience. So use the promo code NFC beast for 15% off active until the Eagles or giants lose their next game and make sure to enter our uh, world series prop contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 gift card to the SGPN merch store. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So grab that thing today and to remember folks to let it ride. Hey, this is Pac-Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> We got games on Thursday. We got games on Friday. We got two slates on Saturday. I can't wait to talk about it. I was jo- it like 26 days in a row of football or something? Yeah, it's absolutely today? glorious. 26, 27, something like that. I retweeted awesome. it from our account at TCE on SGPN, Beautiful. which is the same account that we invite you to come play. You can come play DFS with us just a couple of bucks. It's more for trash talk and rights. So come play with Dundee and uh, and this clown over here. I'm joking, but uh, give it up for the DFS God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? Oh man, I mean, uh, just another great day here. Had to push the microphone out of the way here. Make I'm excited sure you for see the games tonight. Like I'll, I'll be at Virginia Tech, NC State. So let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. But before we get to, I want to address something. Want to address something? Normally, I, I'm one that uh, I well, first off, I still welcome the hate. You know, when it comes to uh, when it comes to negative reviews or someone tweeting me that I'm a fucking idiot, I accept now, it. We right? got thick skin, man. Bring it on. But I do want to touch base on this. Uh, one star review by Carl Justice. Mm. Shout out to Carl Justice. The Big Ten is protecting Ohio State? Question mark. You gotta be kidding me. Because and then he laughs and says because their their game their home games were front loaded. That is such a bad take. 
Just say you don't like Ohio State, my guy. That take was, you know, egregious, and I can't listen anymore. And oh man. Well, I just wanted to to pull up something. If the Big Ten isn't pr- protecting Ohio State, then why is it that they've played the least amount of back-to-back away games in the past ten years? Out of all, out of the whole conference, which is excluding Maryland and Rutgers because they've only been in the Big t- uh, the Big Ten for eight years, uh, Ohio State has the least amount of uh, back-to-back away. I mean, the the least uh, uh, amount of away games in general, right? With forty-four. But five sets of back-to-back away games compared to Indiana's thirteen. Find that ironic. Find that ironic. And look, we're not only calling out Ohio State. We're calling out Michigan. We're calling out uh, you know we, Michigan's had a conference schedule has been a fucking joke. But if you don't think the Big Ten and all these conferences, I could do the same for the Big Twelve when, with Oklahoma and Texas, or the SEC with Alabama and Georgia. If you do not think they are protecting them, well, sir. I welcome the one star review because I think you are a fucking clown if you really believe that. All right. Yeah, that, I mean, you know who doesn't have thick skin are fanboys like that who just can't take any kind of criticism towards their school. We don't hate Ohio State. We don't hate anybody. We're just calling it like we see it. And Dundee has the stats to back it up. Yes, so. I have it all right here. Guess I can quickly rattle out. Uh, the uh, Wisconsin actually is in second place for the least amount of uh, uh, road games and uh, and back-to-back away games in the conference. So, and if you want to listen to just you know glowing reviews of your team, then yeah, like just stay on like Ohio State or whatever your team is podcast. If yeah. you want a national picture, and yeah, sometimes maybe you're singing their praises, maybe sometimes not. But to go online and do like a one-star review, like come <laughs> on, man, like. What if I you guys were like it. sitting at a bar having a couple of beers and talking about it? Yeah. Well, and, and look, it it's I call out Florida. Florida's only played one away game and they don't play a second away game until week 10, right? Because I think it's bullshit. You would never see that happen with Vanderbilt, Kansas, Indiana. You would never see that. Oh, I, I, I one star review from Florida fan loading. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, motherfuckers. Bring it on! All right, uh, all right. Let's hop into this DFS late. Enough talking about those ridiculous, the ridiculous scheduling policies or not even policies, scheduling quick, tactics. Yeah. Quick recap of last week Thursday night. RR Bold Junior won. Myself, I came in second in the money. The one thing we both had in common, we rostered Brennan Armstrong, and I believe you were a little critical. Well, about whoa, whoa, that whoa. selection on the podcast last week. Well, well, it's funny you mentioned that because you got me to ditch my quarterback Carter Bradley for Jeff Sims. You, <laughs> you filthy! Fi- I would have, I would have been all right. So, well, Brendan Armstrong was the highest scoring player on the whole slate. Uh, look, we we thought Sims was healthy. Yeah, you know, we had no look, idea that he tried to give it a go. Obviously, he wasn't healthy. Looked like Phil Sims out there. <laughs> Uh, moving along Friday night, our guy B for 54, one, our, our bold junior came in second Saturday main slate Jabari Smith fan. He started playing uh college basketball DFS with us last year, rolled it on over into football. And uh, second place was J three, two, one, eight, four, seven. That, that's too many numbers there, buddy. Um, <laughs> Catch a niner in there <laughs> Saturday night. Our guy Kev goes by Odin's Raven crushed it. With 173 fantasy points, I think it was like first place for like 30 or 40 points. 
Costanzo finished second. I think he's new to our group. Can't stand you. Mm, uh, mm. Well done getting there in second place. And uh, that's it, man. Moving on to this week. Let's do it. I, I, I felt good about my lineups. You know, what? I'm, I'm ditching that. Uh, I'm going back to the two quarterback system. All right. I did a lot of those <laughs> running back things. Bullshit. All right. You got a little too cute last week, huh? A lot of bullshit. Uh, let's start out Thursday night. Remember we have three games, Louisiana at <laughs> Southern miss. Virginia Tech at NC State and the Utah Utes at Washington State. Quick totals for both for all three games. Over under in uh, Virginia Tech, NC State only thirty nine. Louisiana Southern Miss only forty two. Utah Washington State is at fifty five, which is, I mean, compared to the other two games, it's, it's going to be a wild shootout. Uh, not a whole lot of great offensive options in at, at least the first two games, and. I didn't think Utah Washington state could be a little on the low scoring side. So anyway, um, did you go two quarterbacks? You, you know, I'm, I'm back to being, being Dundee. All right. <laughs> tried, I tried to do your little nonsense, a little, Oh, let me try to think outside the box. Let me go back to picking winners. All right. And I did go two quarterbacks and I went with two quarterbacks in the same game. So play the same music. I, I think you have to, man. Yes. I'm assuming you have the cams. Cam yes. one and Cam two. That's right. <laughs> Cam Cam Rising and, and Cam Ward in the Washington State Utah game. All okay, right. You, so, you can't take the Virginia Tech or the NC State quarterback. You can't take the Southern Miss quarterback. You can maybe try to get cute and go Woolridge with Louisiana, but I wouldn't. I think it's pretty cut and dry. It might be chalky as hell, but I think you got to go with both quarterbacks in the nightcap. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then uh, we're probably going to have the same team. I have a feeling uh, the running back situation, <laughs> another weak position in this slate. I have three. I want three. Same here. Okay. Um, my top priced running back is going to be Tavion Thomas at 7.7 K for the Utah Utes. We do not have the same lineup. Thomas yes. has been kind of quiet this year, man. For that price tag, I need a guy that averages more than eleven fantasy points per game. True. He, true. He, he, he's not You're getting. All, you only have the, three games here. <laughs> true. It's hard to pick from, but I just think that other guys, Bernard, and, and there's one, one other running back, are kind of evenly splitting the carries this year, which is no, different than last year. No, last year, you Thomas are very, got most of them. You're actually very wrong on that because Tavian Thomas has 93 carries. Bernard has 47. Okay. Well, last two games, Bernard, 11 okay. carries and 11 carries Thomas nine, eight carries and 18 carries. That's a, that's not, that's kind of even. I thought he so, was, di I thought he was dinged up one of those games though. It was questionable. Or if something. you, if you look at Thomas, like he got 23 carries the first game against Florida ever since then, I mean, you're looking at like an average of just barely double digit touches. So like I still like him as a player, but he is, I don't know. I, I, I stayed away from the Utah ground game. So I'm glad we have some differences. My main guy, Frank Gore, Jr. Mm, Southern mm, miss 6.8 mm. K. Tell me you rostered him. Nope. Are you just scared of the, the Louisiana defense? I think Louisiana defense is pretty good, but I do like the angle that he could be throwing from some touchdowns. Sure. When I say touchdowns, probably one because this game's going to be 13 to 10. Um, yeah, I thought about it. I, I was trying to work him in there, but I just thought he was a little too expensive. Because I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised you didn't roster him. I mean, he is the lead alpha dog in that backfield for sure. 
True, uh, but I, I think that game's going to have the least amount of scoring out of yeah. all three games. It, so well, even lower than Virginia Tech, NC State. Yeah, I took Virginia Tech to win on the money line, buddy. <laughs> that that's neither here nor there. All but, right. Uh, both of those games aren't very low scoring. I get your point there. So good. I'm glad we got some differences. Who's your second highest priced running back? My second highest priced running back is in that game. So I guess I'm a contradiction here because I am taking. Uh, I am going with the uh, the the running back for the Louisiana Raging Cajuns in uh, in in uh, wait, is this correct? Chris Smith. Yeah, Chris Smith. Why? Five point eight k. I'm with you. ESPN sites messed up because of. Uh, so Smith is back now. He missed a couple weeks. Dude, uh, dude, the ESPN's website has the Buffalo Bills stats on Louisiana raging Cajuns. <laughs> I'm like, I, sure. I pulled up the Louisiana raging Cajun stats. It's like Josh Allen, case Keenum, <laughs> Devin Singletary, James cook, Zach Moss. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? Wow. I'm not sure how they got their wires crossed yeah. there, but uh, Smith missed the last two weeks. Uh, head coach, Michael Desormo, uh said he is going to play. So uh, granted, I mean, hopefully he gets, you know, he, he's not on a, a pitch count or anything, but the last time he played, he, he went over hundred yards against South Alabama, another tough defense. So I like taking a shot on Chris Smith back in action this week. And I almost did Holston for Virginia tech, but I think the situation is a little better for Chris Smith. Yeah. I I'm kind of, I don't know about uh, Holston there. Uh, my third running back. It's finally a, the first person that either one of us is taking this Virginia tech NC state game. I'm going to go with NC state running back uh, Jordan Houston for 5.4 K. You love this guy. I mean, I actually, I like the other guy, uh, semi uh, sumo, I'm sorry, Demi sumo <laughs> Kong He didn't play last week though. I haven't heard if he's going to play this week or not. If he plays, obviously Houston's effectiveness should be lowered because it's about an even split, but I think uh, for 5.4 K Houston can have a decent day, even if Kong plays, but if he doesn't play, then I think it's a good bargain, uh, especially at that price. Yeah, well, uh, all right. I didn't. I didn't roster him, so we're having a lot of difference at the running back spot because I, with my final running back, you know, Nakia Watson's out, so I went with Jalen Jenkins because he, Utah, Utah's defense is not as good as traditional Utah defenses. True. I think Jalen Jenkins getting the start. He's the main guy. Uh, uh, Forty-three rushes, two hundred ninety-nine yards. So Watson, Watson, uh, Watson's out, and then. Their third stringer quit the team last week or got kicked off the team, one of the two. So I think it is going to be Jenkins' show. He also has 12 catches on the season, and that was in, in backup duty. So I think he's going to get more catches. Uh, so give me, against a questionable Utah U defense, give me uh, Jalen Jenkins. I like the play. He, he really flashed in that USC game a couple of weeks ago when he went 13 for 130. So I like the play. I'm not going to argue with it. I decided to go more towards the Cougar passing game than the running game though. So um, I did not roster him moving on to the receivers. I thought the receiver position was probably the best position in the slate. Uh, and so my, my top guy and the, the, the two highest price guys are both on Utah. So I couldn't afford both of them. So I went with one of the best tight ends in the nation. Dalton Kincaid for 6.5 K. I mean, how do you not roster this guy? Did you also try to squeeze in Devon Vele? I, I had him in there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you got to take Kincaid. He has like 30 catches. He has like 47 targets every week. Yep. 
Ever since their other side, they're starting tight end Kuth or Kuthi, whatever. Yeah, Brant what, Kuthi. Yeah, he was a beast. He's out for the year, so it's been Kincaid's show. Uh, so I'm all it's, over. It's kind of crazy. Well. He was the backup tight end going into this year. Yeah. Yeah, the guy's a fucking animal, man. Um, and then, uh, all right, well, uh, tell me your next wideout then. I, I had to roster somebody here. I had the money. Uh, Jason Brownlee for Southern Miss. Is their top dog at the receiver position? Granted, they don't have a very prolific passing attack, but he's had a couple of big games. Like against Troy, he caught 12 for 105. Against Miami, he was over 100 as well. So give me the wide receiver one for Southern Miss, Jason Brownlee. I like it. Okay. Uh, he's a good player. I just, I'm concerned about how many, how many targets he'll get, but sure. Um, he is very good. Uh, my number two wide receiver. Uh, I am taking you to back to Pullman. By the way, I have my whole team is, uh, with the exception of Chris Smith, is in the Utah Washington State game. <laughs> Probably I, a smart move. I'm going with Donovan Ali. Look, we know Stribling's out. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stribling, the leading receiver for the the Cougs, is out yardage wise at least. But they're top. Oh, no, hold on. No, Renard Bell's out. Oh, is that is that what it was? I know yeah, there's something. Okay. Yeah, Stribling's playing. Okay, but either way, Donovan Ali is their top uh, receiver from reception standpoint. Right. He's their possession receiver, and uh, so at 4,600, I think he's a little bit undervalued. So let's go with Donovan Ali. Well, at the same price, I I, I think I like the other guy better. Uh, the the transfer from Incarnate Word who came over with Cam Ward, and that is Robert Farrell. I have him too. 4,600. Okay. I have him too. Yes. Let's go. That's, and that's my whole team, man. (laughs) Uh, You know what? And that is mine as well. So we got some differences there. Did any side bet? uh, So we have this, I guess what? We could uh, either Brownlee, bet. Brownlee against. Uh, I'm willing to bet Gore versus Tavion Thomas. All right, let's do it. Let's ride. See you at the finish line. Uh, all right, folks. Bourbon. Before Friday, uh, before we get to Friday slate, let me tell you that the College Football Experience DFS show for Week Nine on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also uh, you know, we're on YouTube, folks. The college football experience, the college basketball experience, which remember, subscribe over there. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, but the the thing that started it all is the sports gambling podcast. All right. And the sports gambling podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor Jersey or a autographed Brian Dawkins Jersey. And the contest is completely free to enter. All you have to do is subscribe to youtube.com slash the sports gambling podcast, comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn on your notifications. So you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. And boom, you got to go. And also make sure to check out our world series prop contest. Winner gets two hundred dollars cash and a two hundred dollars gift card to the SGPN merch store. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. So grab that thing today and let it ride. All right, Friday slate. You know I'm excited for Friday slate, man. 
You know it. You know it because my East Carolina Pirates are playing in Provo. Uh, and then also we have the airport hosting a Louisiana Tech. So uh curious what you're gonna be doing here, buddy. Yeah, and uh so the first game, ECU BYU over under 63 and a half, then La Tech FIU is at 57. I think most people are gonna have the majority of their roster from the ECU BYU game. Uh, it's, speaking of quarterbacks, uh La Tech, their quarterback room is a complete mess right now. Uh, I think I think Matthew Downing is out for the year. I think uh Parker Don- McNeil is questionable. Yeah, Holmberg's injured too. Or, Which, or on the other side of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm staying away from that game, obviously. So I think it makes a ton of sense to go Jaron Hall and Holt Nailers. Uh I only did one quarterback on this one. Ah, look at you. Just Aylers. Well, yeah, I just don't think Jaron Hall is gonna be able to handle the pirate defense. You and, know, he uh, has not had as good of a year as most expected, but he's been good at home this season. He also probably hasn't played a defense that's got the heart of a uh, champion like the East Carolina Pirates. Oh, so, yeah, because they have a they have a better defense than say Notre Dame, right? Well, or Arkansas know. or Liberty. Well, Arkansas's defense is not very good, so I'm gonna go that's ahead and say true. yes. <laughs> <laughs> or Baylor or yeah, Oregon. There we go. There we go. Uh, but yes, ECU. I do think they're probably the the most underrated team in the nation, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh yeah, so my lone quarterback is Holt Nailers. You have him too. Uh yes. Now, first time listeners, uh, Colby over there is a huge homer when it comes to ECU football. So take that with a grain of salt. But yes, I have Aylers and Hall. How'd it work out last week, huh? When it, when when I took them ECU money line when you clowns <laughs> were taking UCF. Who'd you take on that last week? No, I know. I, I took okay. uh, ECU. I didn't lock it up or anything, but I took ECU. All right. So you got a little bit of guts. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you going? Uh, I only have two running backs on the slate. I have three. Again, I thought the ECU, I'm sorry, the BYU backfield with all their injuries, I don't know what the hell's going on there. So I avoided it. I did uh, not. I did not. I, I look, Chris Brooks is out. I went with Lopini Katoa. Okay. He's their top dog when it comes to to rushes, forty two, just one hundred sixty two yards. But I believe he's going to get the bulk of the carries. I know they have Miles Davis. Uh, I thought uh, you're just telling me how wonderful that ECU defense is. Yeah, and I, it's a, it's a volume play here. I think he's probably going to have about twenty five rushes for fifty two yards, but maybe two touchdowns. All right. <laughs> well, tell me you got uh, Keaton, Keaton Mitchell for six point eight k. The fastest player in college football. You're goddamn right, I do. That's All right? a no-brainer. You yeah. have to roster Mitchell, by far the best running back on the slate. So that leaves me. I mean, did you take our guy Lexington Steel Joseph? I did. I did. <laughs> All right. Did you take I him just, too? Of course. Five point two k. That's the one guy on FIU that I want, and he will be in my roster against a pretty bad Louisiana Tech defense. I love my wideouts. Let me tell you, I'm very excited about my wideouts. I wanted to get more of the wideouts that I, I could in here. Uh, just the dollar wise, it didn't make sense or I couldn't, but I, I take it. That means you also have Isaiah Winstead and CJ Johnson. Oh, I didn't go. I, what about Puka Nikko? I got him too. Wow. Did you and, get the money too? And, and my last guy, Smoke Harris. So you saved money with, with only one quarterback here. I like it. Um, you know, Smoke Harris. Uh, I don't almost argue that Trey Harris 
is having just as good of a season, if not better. So Trey Harris at 5.3 K, the other lot tech receiver, look what he's done lately. Eight for 92 and three touchdowns, six for 129 and a touchdown, five for 126 and a touchdown. I think he's their wide receiver one now, actually. But it was on on national TV, and there's something about the name Smoke Harris. Hey, you know, I've, I've been a Smoke Harris fan. I've been rostering him for a couple of years now. I didn't have the money for him. So I have Winstead, I have Puka Nakua, I have Trey Harris, and then my last guy, kind of a punt play, but. I only had about 4,000. So I went with a tight end on BYU, uh, Isaac Rex, who also uh, I've been, you know, scouting him for a couple of years. Pretty good tight end out there. So wait, you're going to ignore CJ Johnson. I didn't have the money. I, I, I rostered two quarterbacks. You see what CJ Johnson did against South or UCF last week. Yeah. 11 for 140. Come on. Well, you know, the only chance I could possibly, I, I could, Take out my guy um, Harris and and put in CJ Johnson. Well, I mean, I think you got yourself a better situation. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I could take uh, out Puka Nakua and take and, and bring in CJ Johnson. Not going to happen. I like Nakua better. If I took out Harris, I would not have the money for CJ Johnson. Look, so I have Nakua. I'm Pat. I have Nakua, but, but I think you we had found... more money because you only rostered one quarterback. Man. No, no, I no. I like but... going. But I think we found our battle of bourbon. I'm going to battle my own players. Johnson's going to outscore Nakua. Oh, bring it on all day. Let's go. Let's, Let's do fucking it. go. Uh, all right. And that's our Friday lineup. Only two games. So, you know, we, we did burn through that one pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Uh, before I get to Saturday, actually, let's just go right into Saturday morning. I'll read the ad at the end of this one. Uh, Saturday morning's lineup. I did go two quarterbacks. Did you? I did as well. Very curious to see. I actually, this is probably my favorite lineup out of all four. You know, I tinkered with this one the most because there was a lot of players I liked and obviously you can only fit so many in here. Uh, so I ended up, you know, settling on a lineup that I like and I'm going to play, I always play a couple of lineups so that, you know, the guys that couldn't quite squeeze into here, I'll have them in other lineups, but I'll start things off with Sam Hartman, 8.9 K. You got him too. You there know you he's go. my guy, all right? He's. he's I just, called for a bounce back game last week against Boston College. He put up over 40 fantasy points. This game against Louisville has shootout material. Give me Sam Hartman. Yes, and he threw for over 300 against them last year. It's just just a good spot. Um, I'm very curious your second quarterback then. Here's where I went bargain bin. Since I I spent up for Hartman. You know, Oklahoma's got one of the worst defenses in the country this year. And uh, I would say it's new quarterback this year is Hunter Deckers, who started off a little iffy, but he just put up over 30 fantasy points at Texas in a game where he threw for over 300 and a couple touchdowns. I think everybody's getting offense on the Sooners. So give me Hunter Deckers for 5.3K at home. Mm, mm, interesting play. I like it. I like it. You know, I'm on the cyclones. If you listen to our pick show and if you haven't go listen to it, folks, um, I, I rostered a guy at thousand dollars more expensive. Yeah. But I just think Auburn, I don't know if you have followed the situation with, with Parson telling all the trans players to leave. If you're not going to play this week. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like a true dumpster fire. And KJ Jefferson is a dual threat. He's healthy again. So it's 6,300. KJ Jefferson is my second quarterback. 
he is certainly one of the the players I mentioned that I had him in my lineup at different times. Ended up not making the cut for this one at least, but I definitely like the play. He'll be in some of my lineups this this week. All right. Well, then talk to me about your highest. Did you go three running backs first off? Yes, sir. I did. And I went with, I think he was the high, he was the highest running back on the slate, but only 7.5 K chase Brown is just a no brainer. I mean, he was going up, he's going up against the, maybe the worst run defense in the power five. How, his, how are you not rostering him? Yeah. I mean, his work, his worst week this year was 17.9 fantasy points in that game. He ran for 146 yards. He just didn't find the end zone that game. Uh, he's been over 100 every game this year. And for some reason he is underpriced on a weekly basis. Chase Brown. Don't overthink it guys. Uh, you have to, you have to with this. Uh, I mean, everyone in, in, in Northwestern ran, ran for like 300 yards against, against uh, Nebraska. You just got to get in on that. So uh, yeah, I mean, I have that too. So give me your second highest. All right. Well, one of the, the games with the highest over under is TCU WVU. Some of these big 12 shootouts have been, there's been, you know, the fantasy points have been plentiful to and, say and the least. Tony Mathis is out by the way for that for, is true, yeah. but I'm on the other side of this. Uh, Kendra Miller, the horn frog running back for 6.3 K he has uh, oh, last five games. He's been over 100 yards in four of them. Uh, so I, I love uh, taking the TCU running back for 6.3 K. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, well, my second highest price guy, I'm taking you to Manhattan, Kansas, because what has been the glaring weakness with Oklahoma State? One of their glaring weaknesses, their rush defense. All right. They are not a great rush defense. Last year, they were solid. This year, they're having their struggles on the defensive side of the ball. I was surprised Texas didn't commit to Bijan Robinson more, to tell you the truth, because I thought in the second half when they went to him, the yardage was available, him and their backup. Um, so uh, whether it's Adrian Martinez or whether it's Will Howard, Deuce Vaughn also he also almost I think caught for over a hundred yards when he played in Stillwater last year. I think it was somewhere right around there. Uh, I'm all over Deuce Vaughn here against against the Cowboys. Always a great play. I guess maybe I'm a little bit worried that the offense might not be rolling as much as it would be considering. I, I'm assuming Adrian Martinez is not going to play. Don't know that. For sure, that you know, we'll we'll see what happens there. But it, like, Deuce Vaughn is always a good play, regardless. Um, all right, moving along. My last running back is dirt cheap, only four K. And I tried to tell you about this guy, this this UCF very golden night running back last week when you were bringing up this Johnny Richardson nonsense against ECU, Johnny Richardson had one carry for negative three yards and one catch for eight yards. That's that pirate defense. I'm talking about my guy, RJ Harvey, who missed all of almost all of last year with an injury. You watch the game. I mean, not only did he have six rushes for 32 yards, not great, but he had seven catches for 77 yards. This guy's electric. He's better than Isaiah Bowser. He's better than Johnny Richardson. UCF needs to get him the ball. Not a great matchup for Cincy, but they're at home and the price is right. So RJ Harvey, 4k. Um, I'm curious, you know, I think that's a solid play, but I am surprised you didn't have this guy on your lineup. My next running back. Donaldson. No, uh, I am taking you to Ames. 
uh, where Jareel Brock is their top dog. And uh, do you know that Oklahoma has the number 122nd rush defense? I know I'm aware. And, and Brock was on my radar earlier in the season, but I don't know. He just hasn't been getting the touches. I don't understand the backfield right now. And that's why, I mean, it makes a, it makes a ton of sense against Texas, two rushes, four yards. Wasn't he coming off an injury though? Uh, a couple of weeks before that against Kansas. I think he, I don't know if he got injured that he game. Got injured, he injured he got that injured game. that game. He got injured that game. Yeah. But I came back against Kansas state the week before though, 13 for 33. I, you know, I, he had a, he, he started this, the year off with two straight 100 yard games. And we're like, okay, I would say he has their next Brees hall since then nowhere near as much success. So yeah, I mean, he's the been spot ding- is right. He's been dinged up. He got a bye week He's healthy. The and spot is right. The matchup is right. I just, I don't know what to make of the Iowa state backfield right now. So I was a little gun shy with, uh, with Brock dude, they're giving up 208 yards on the ground. Every game mm-hmm. Oklahoma is come on. I mean, you got to play some, there's no way he doesn't get, he doesn't get at least 80. I, I would know, just man. think, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I, I think the price is right. And you know, like I said, uh, you know, it's a good spot to gamble on them. But I just think there's other there's so many good running backs on the slate here. I think his question marks were were too much for me. Well, I think we found our battle of bourbon, you crazy bastard. Let's go. Um, all right, let's talk to me about uh receiver. Who is your top dog? Why not uh go Marvin Harrison Jr.? Especially if Smith Najiba is back. Maybe that even opens things up for him even more. You know, a 7.4 K yeah. Penn state. You're going to tell me they have a good secondary. You're going to tell me they got uh what's jo- the cornerback jo- Joey Porter jr. So we're not even sure who he's going to guard. I just, all I just know is I had that kind of money and why not go with a Buckeye receiver? Mm, mm, mm. Well, you had a lot more money than I did. And I, I didn't want any pieces of that. Cause I told you the Nittany lions upset special. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, at least they'll play. The, it'll be a closer game, I think. Uh, I agree, take but the points. Ohio yeah. State offensively will still put up some fantasy points. I agree. I agree. Uh, I am taking you to. You know, I always play a a Wake Forest wide receiver. All right, fifty three hundred Donovan Green. Um, let me wait. What was? Did I see Banks? Is Banks cheaper than him again? I think. I think Banks is more expensive. Yeah, yeah. It was more in. It was more. And so yeah, Donovan green at 5,300, my play. I, I feel good about it. I feel good yeah. about it because uh, they fire the ball. They have four guys with over 20 catches. And yeah. Then, Banks is at 6,300. And then you have AT Perry at seven K and it's been hard to read from game in and game out with the wake force receivers. That's why I went Hartman, but I didn't stack him with anybody because you don't really know which receiver is going to have the best game any given week. Uh, but but if you stone for over three hundred, you got to think a couple of them will have will have. You still have a solid game, sure. Yeah, and I think with me, I didn't have money for. I spent up on the running backs and the quarterbacks, so wide receiver, I went bottom dollar. Well, and what's his price? Fifty three hundred. Yeah, and are do you have any money left? No. Okay. Well, I, you know, you know, I'm a big tight end guy. All right. So Michael Mayer is five point six k. Over the last three games, he's averaging seven for 98 and a touchdown. If he was a wide receiver with those numbers, he'd be a lot more expensive. So I think you're getting a discount. Who cares what his, what his position is? Look at his production. Yeah. So DraftKings always brings the tight ends price down some. And I think that's, that's, you can find value there 
if he's regardless of the position, again, he's the best pass catcher on Notre Dame. He's basically the only one. So give me Michael Mayer. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Well, my second highest priced uh, wideout. I'm taking you back to that Auburn game. I think Arkansas is going to put up big points, and that is why I am going to take Matt Landers, their second leading receiver. 25 catches, 360 yards. He's only 46 yards behind their leading receiver. Uh, he also leads the team in receiving touchdowns. It's the Toledo transfer. Um, so give me him at uh, 4,800. I like it. Boomer bust play. Uh, he's had some big games. He's also had some very quiet games, but uh, again, the matchup is probably right against Auburn for a nice game here. Uh, my last guy's a couple hundred bucks cheaper though. I'm going to take you to the other Iowa state receiver. If you got enough money for Xavier Hutchinson every week, that guy crushes it. But also lately Jalen Knoll for $4,600 is putting up some pretty good stats against Texas six for 94, two touchdowns had six catches in the game before that uh, against Baylor seven for 120. If the defense is focusing on Hutchinson, Knoll is going to carve out a decent game against again, a bad Oklahoma defense. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so my my uh and that one, how much was he? Forty six hundred. I think you just sold me. You might have sold me on that. You might have sold me on that. You debating? I was about to take Micah Pittman, the leading receiver from a touchdowns point of view for the Florida State Seminoles. Yeah. Um, I think you sold me on the Iowa State kid. I think you did Pittman's- it. Let's go. Pittman's been up and down this year. He's the, what the Oregon transfer, I believe. Right. Yeah. He's a big time recruit, man. But he's, yeah, a couple of games where he just had like one catch. He's had, you know, like against Wagyu and five for 85 decent game. I think I like the play of um, the Iowa state receiver better. Yeah. I I'm, I, I'm listening. I went to him. I, I, I dumped Look, I'm on Georgia tech on the money line and I'm on Georgia <laughs> tech plus 24. That's Fuck right. the Knowles. All right, That's let's right. go. Let's do it. All right. Look, before we get to Saturday night slate, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience DFS show is brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pickup contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250, 250 grand in cash. I mean, come on. That's 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 what, what Reggie Bush money right there. All right. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player, your player props, earn points for corrected picks and climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills against the house and win 20 times the amount of money you enter. If you hit all your picks, you can bet on up to five player prop over and unders or individual player matchups across every major sport, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and even NASCAR. Sign up now with the promo code SGPA at knowhouseadvantage.com or download the app in the app store and get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but where you play. And you don't want to miss out on this. All right, we are back. Saturday night slate. A lot of fun too. I had a lot of fun with this one too. I'll be uh, honest. Dude, another slate with so many good running backs. You know, I, I entertain the idea of just going one quarterback to fit four running backs in there. At the end of the day, I, I settled on a two quarter, a two quarterback system, three running backs, but I had a tough time choosing between all the running backs here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> it was, 
the whole lineup. I, I feel like uh, there was a lot of games I wanted action in. And, uh, and so I, I went heavy price wise on quarterbacks, and running backs. I went bottom of the barrel on receivers, mostly because I like a couple of like really cheap receivers. I like under, like, I don't have any receiver over 5k. Uh, I do not either. My friend. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So, All right. Well, who's your top quarterback? My top quarterback is in Tucson, Arizona. It is Jaden Delora at seven grand. Ooh, so you went you went cheaper at quarterback too. So you really loaded up on some running backs. I like the play. I mean, I think uh, Dolores had some big games against going up at home against USC. They're going to have to, you know, try to keep up with the Trojans. So uh, that makes some sense. I considered him as well. And another thing is what uh, the USC one of their top uh, safety, one of their best defensive players is out. So uh, something to monitor in this game. So uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that play. I think there's going to be a lot of yards in this game. I like it. So, so you, uh, you're going to go... you're going to hear me call that a lot, by the way. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm going to go Drake May, 7.9 K. I love his dual threat abilities. UNC's offense, especially coming off a bye, they should be sharp. They should be crisp. Uh, you know, playing a, a pit defense. Ah, come on. If the game's in Chapel Hill. I think Drake <laughs> May can have a big game in the air and with his legs. 7.9 K. That's my top guy. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I mean, you're not all, all concerned about uh, Narduzzi. That's his forte. Didn't uh, I know they had a bad game a week ago? Maybe What's a bounce forte? back spot. What's his forte. Uh, He's a defensive yeah, bad, coach. Bad in-game coaching. <laughs> He's. <laughs> a, I mean, but his defenses are normally they're normally pretty respectable. I feel like. I think Drake May is going to get his regardless of the defense. I think he's, he's proven that. I mean, look at some of his games this year uh, yeah, against Notre Dame. He put up 37 fancy points, uh, Virginia tech, awful offense. So does have pretty good defense, put up 48 fantasy points. Uh, Duke's got a pretty good defense. We, we, we respect Mike Elko and, uh, you know, as a, as a defensive mind put up 35 fantasy points. I, he's going to get his, I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay. You're selling me. You are selling me. Uh, all right. Well then uh, my, my second price quarterback, I'm taking you to Ann Arbor, Michigan, JJ McCarthy at six grand. Ooh, 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 ooh. I, I thought about him. I thought about him. Let's go. I mean, come on. I mean, this guy, uh, uh, look who had the worst pass defense in the country last, last year. And they're terrible again this year. And they're not, the, they're not dead last, but they're still not a good pass defense. Right. By any means, give me uh, JJ McCarthy, and I think Harbaugh. You know, it's personal for him to get his first win against Mel Tucker uh, in Michigan State. So I think I think he's gonna gonna be flying high in this one. You almost have to hope that they can stop the run a little bit, which will make Michigan have to pass the ball. Because if it's anything, if it's anything like the Penn State game or most of Michigan games this year, they haven't really had to pass the ball much because because that running game is so good. Yeah. Yeah, so right. it's a gamble, but you are saving a lot of money. The price is right for a gamble, but no, I went with you know maybe the Heisman front runner right now, Hendon Hooker, seven point eight k. Whenever he's below eight k, I just you know don't overthink it. You know, sign me up. And and here's a spot where I was considering going running back instead. I was like, you know what? I mean, Hendon Hooker is going to put up twenty five to thirty fantasy points, guaranteed. Why not? Again, don't overthink it. Hendon Hooker, uh, and and uh, you know I had him in my lineup. Just so you know, I had him there. I almost I almost had the Hooker, but I saw an opportunity to uh, to get some uh, 
some uh, some talented uh, running backs. So I wanted to load up on the running back slate. So you have three running backs as well. Who's your t- who's your top dog? My top dog. If you listened to our show last night, there was no way I was not rostering Travis Die. Arizona has a terrible run defense. One of the one, <laughs> one of the nation's worst. Yeah. And Travis Die is to me the key to USC winning this game. It makes a ton of sense, and I wanted to get him in here somehow also, but I have a guy that's a hundred dollars more and a hundred dollars less. Uh, the game that we were talking about earlier, I'll take Blake Corum. The guy has been a monster lately over the first, over the last four games. He hasn't had less than 25 carries. He's been over 125 yards each game, a boatload of touchdowns. What does he have to do to, to, to earn a better price or a higher price tag? Blake Corum, 7.9 K. Do you like die over Corum? Uh, yes, I do. See, I think they're both going to put up kind of a similar output. I, I, I don't know. I think Corum just gets more touches. Um, he said, well, "What was Corum? Seven point what? Point seven point nine. Mm, interesting because uh, I didn't roster him, but I see your reasoning. I see your reasoning, but yeah, I, I like Die. Die is my favorite running back on this entire slate. Yeah, for a hundred dollars less, my next guy seven seven point seven k is Pitts, Israel, my Anaconda." There you go. That is my second running back as well. My Talk running back touches last two games, 28 carries, 36 carries. <laughs> I mean, Narduzzi's offense is back. He wasn't joking. He said, I'm going back <laughs> to my fucking ways. All right. Going to pound the rock. All right. So you still have one more running back. Is that right? Yep. And I'm taking you to Knoxville. Chris Knoxville. Rodriguez jr. Okay. Tennessee's defense is fool's gold so far. It's fool's gold. All right. You look up, they gave, they gave up 49 to Bama. Um, it is improved, but it's a little bit of fool's gold in my opinion, because you look around Akron was terrible. Pad the stats, you know, UT Martin, not a great team. Pad the stats ball state, not a great team. Pad the stats. Uh, Florida can't run the ball. Pad the stats. Chris Rodriguez jr. Is going to be able to run the ball on this team. What's his price tag again? 7,100. I don't know. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's the key to Kentucky staying in this game. I think if true. you're stoops, this is your approach. Obviously right. the defense has got to keep them in check, but if you can limit the possessions that Tennessee has and drain the clock, that's how you win the game. He is critical and he's been kicking ass lately. I agree. I agree. There's just a, some cheaper running backs. And my third guy is Marshall's running back. Kalan, uh, Kalan LeBourne. The dude's already over a thousand yards. Who are they playing uh, again? They're playing Coastal Carolina. Yeah, it's not a bad play. He is a beast. He, four, He's four, already, seven games star, in right? over a thousand yards. Uh, already has uh, twelve touchdowns. He's had five games this year where he's where he's got the ball more than thirty times. The run, the coach Charles Huff is an old running back coach. He knows how to get these guys. Last year it was the other running back who's who's still Ali hurt, Ali yeah, yeah. Uh, Rashid yeah. Ali. Yeah. So I want to go LeBorn for six point three k. I mean, he's just gonna keep on doing what he's been doing all year. 30 plus touches, 100 plus yards, a couple touchdowns. All right, you sold Time me. Yeah. You sold me. You sold <laughs> me. But the question is do I get rid of Rodriguez or do I get rid of his is Bonaconda? I would get rid of Rodriguez personally, but you know, different, you know, smart minds can differ. 
All right. That opens up that can of worms. Let's go. Uh, so uh, yeah. All right. Uh, now what am I doing? I'm going back. I don't, I don't want your team. I don't want your team. <laughs> let's better- look at Rod. Let's look at Rodriguez real quick. I mean, the, the guy's a very good running back and, and Hey, last week he got 31 plus touches for almost 200 yards against Mississippi state. Yeah. I'm not falling for your tactics. All right. <laughs> the week before that 22 for 126. So I'm, he's certainly not a bad choice either. Don't get me you're wrong. Trying that's to why get me to fall for your tactics. It ain't going to work, buddy. But seriously, that's why this slate is so interesting. Cause there's so many good running backs. I mean, you could argue also the most expensive Dwayne McBride for UAB. He's going to have a monster game yeah. against FAU. But that's it's going to be interesting to see which running backs players choose. A, a bunch of them are going to have big games, but maybe the difference is like you know what cheap receivers are really going to stand out, and that, and that maybe that's going to put your lineup over the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, all right. Well, uh, man, I see a lot of potential out there. A lot of potential. And uh, okay, so who's your top wideout? Here's a guy who is just a, a totally mispriced at only 4.6 K Texas tech, Xavier white. Tell me you rostered him too. 4.6 K. No, I did not. Mm. Last I? week, eight for 139. week before that eight for 62 and a touchdown week before that nine for 120 and a touchdown. Do I need to continue 4.6 K for Texas tech and their pass happy offense? Come on. I don't have that type of money to just float around buddy. <laughs> How expensive is your top receiver? My top receiver is 5K. Oh, okay. So you do. Who is he? Uh, well, I'm taking you back to Knoxville. And you know, uh, Tavion Robinson's been dinged up, right? Yeah. So Barry and Brown at 24 receptions, 350 yards, and two scores. Um, and my my, I think he's uh, this this game's gonna be like I think like 49 to 45. Probably a good chance. Uh, so I am going Barry and Brown as a uh, Tavian Robinson is, is doubtful, right? The last I saw, let's see if DraftKings has a, uh, so apparently Stoops is hopeful that he will be able to return. Yeah. Well, I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, my <laughs> check my you, bank account you, today. Yeah. That <laughs> you're hopeful that you'll finally win one of these DFS contests. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think that's a side bet there. Cause I think Xavier white for Texas tech is going to have the better day against the Dave Aranda defense. Not so fast, buddy. All he, right. Well, moving he, on. Hey, where did Joe, where did Joey McGuire come from? He came from Baylor. Dave Aranda knows how the bastard thinks. All right. Maybe McGuire knows how the bastard thinks. <laughs> That's one of my, I got to get that quote somehow <laughs> on this. Um, uh, so yeah, give me your next receiver then. All right, I got to get uh, a shot to clear in here because it's not often that Coastal Carolina is in a slate here. So I will take their receiver at four point three k. Also probably mispriced. Uh, the big play guy Jared Brown. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. You wanted to hear some of his games lately? I don't know. How about he's caught uh, touchdowns in four straight games. He had that. Georgia State game, we went five for 129. Followed that up against Georgia Southern with five for 139. He's a big play guy. I like him to uh, maybe bust a long one here against the herd. Okay. Okay. And I forgot I did have a 5.9K wide out on this roster that I, I wasn't, uh, I was forgetting about. So we know Jacob Cowing is the point of emphasis for the Arizona Wildcats offense, right? Correct. 
Well, USC happens to have a couple good corners, but eh, I think just one really good corner. Um, I'm assuming they're going to try to double him, which will then Dorian Singer out of St. Paul, Minnesota, the second leading receiver on the team. And uh, he's, he's been, he's been a stud all, all year long. If you look at his stat line, let me just rattle off the last time he stepped on a football field, six for 99 and a touchdown. Now the game before that against Oregon, just three for 56, but then you go Colorado nine for 163 and a touchdown. The cow game eight for 103 and a touchdown. Uh, North Dakota State game six for 88. Um, they're going to get him the ball at 5900. He's a steal, Dorian Singer. I like it, and that kind of goes into my last guy because he's in the same game. So this is my one punt play uh, of the week because I, I only had about 3500 dollars, and but I was looking towards those Arizona receivers as well. And they have another guy, Tanner McLaughlin. Uh, I'm not even sure. He might. I think he might be the tight end, but he has 23 for 309 and two touchdowns on the year. That's not crushing it by any means. Uh, last week against UW, four for for 67 and a touchdown. Maybe him and Delora are starting to build a rapport there. So I'm gonna do a punt play on a guy that's only 3.4k. Same game, Tanner McLaughlin. Do you have a hundred dollars left over? I do. There's a guy for thirty five hundred you like? I could be talked out of McLaughlin. Well, his name is Antoine Green and he plays for your North Carolina Tar Heels. Is he back now? Yep. Has he what has he done this year? Well, against Duke, four for one twelve and a touchdown. Not bad. Now, before that, you know, just two for sixty three. He's thirty eight hundred. Uh, he's thirty eight hundred. No, he's thirty five hundred. Antoine Green is thirty eight hundred. I'm looking at him right now. I'm looking at mine right now. Is there two Antoine Greens on this team? Am I rostering the wrong guy? You're looking at Andre Green, who's 3,500 and hasn't called a ball all year. Ooh, tricky, tricky, (laughs) tricky. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I I looked that up, and and I I definitely would have went Antoine Green if I had the money, but I but I didn't, and I'm not going Andre Green because I don't know who the hell he is, and he hasn't called a ball this year. All right. Well, (laughs) well now. Now I got to really, that's tricky. That is really tricky right there. Um, huh? Well, I'm taking you to Boulder. Lamonius uh, Craig. Yep. <laughs> Caught the game winner to beat Cal. He's the second leading receiver, Montana, Lamonius Craig and JT shroud. Thankfully, Brandon Lewis is in the transfer portal. So we can actually throw the ball a little bit better, like to, to receivers. Um, Arizona State's team's kind of checked out a little bit. Give me a uh, Lamonius Craig plus thirty five hundred. That that's a questionable play there. I think I like my tight end for Arizona Tanner McLaughlin better. Let, let's let's have the battle. That's that's the battle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bring it on, man. Let's, let's do go. It. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> Boom. We're done. Let's win some money. Let's go. All right, folks. Remember to subscribe to the College Football Experience. Uh, and remember, come play DFS with us. We're on on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We'll tweet it out. And remember, if you're in College Station this weekend, we we have a booth set up. Sports, nice. uh, so come get. So we'll, we'll buy you a free beer, free whiskey, something. I don't know. Just come by, check it out. Um, also, check out the college basketball experience. The previews are rolling. We're like ten days away from the season. It's absolutely fantastic. And when the season comes, you're going to be hearing me. And the team 
every single night of the season. All right. Beautiful. College basketball experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe there. Uh, also check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the NFL gambling podcast as that season continues to heat up. How about the MLB gambling podcast? We're in the world series folks. Check out that. And then, Oh, the NHL and NBA just started perfect reason. Perfect time to check out the NHL gambling podcast, the NBA gambling podcast. If you're a football nut, like all of us, maybe you're checking out the CFL gambling podcast. All right. The road to the gray cup. Check that out. Um, and then check out all of our other great platforms. Get the SGP app in the app store, Google play store. Come talk college football with us. All right. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Also talk college hoops. What really, whatever sport you like, if you're into badminton, I'm sure they could find a, you can find an Avenue. That's that's there for you. All right, folks until next week, I will see you on the, on the DFS gridiron. All right. <laughs> this is the college football experience week nine DFS show. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. And sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Because when you're in East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach in East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play in East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. Get the Olympics. It doesn't matter who wins, because they're all losers. It's easy to see a tide turn. Go Tigers. Orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whip. Get my limousine. Ride on 85. Get my Learjet. Woo! And take off.